catch him up. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of the Catch Em Up podcast. I'm Ryan Daniels. And I am Scotty D. And we got our good buddy Josh joining us in this episode today. What's going on, dude? Hey, how's it going, guys? You're in like my hard corner over here. I got to turn my head. There's, you know, <laughs> being indiscreet over here. So <laughs> right Josh is officially our first guest on uh, on this show. Yay! Welcome. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you. Congratulations. Well, there's a thing. So Josh uh, and me, we grew up together uh, commercial fishing. So I think today we're going to touch on that in the craziness that ensues with commercial fishing and just being a crazy son of a bitch your whole life. I gotta be honest, I'm really looking forward to this episode because I'm never out there with you guys. But I've been at the house plenty of times when you've come back. All I gotta say, and I heard a lot of these stories, but I have a feeling I'm gonna. You're gonna hear some some shit, so you don't really want to judge us too much based on this. (laughs) Please, with the episodes we've already put out, there's been yeah, there's been some interesting stories that have happened while we've been. Yeah, many have been forgotten. In fact, that's the. Well, let's first start with how you started. I guess commercial fishing. How did this kind of come about? We've talked about Uh, you fishing. Oh, you know what? So Josh and I played football together in high school, and uh, I was always fishing. And then he was like, "Yeah, me and my dad commercial fish, blah blah blah." And one thing led to another, and somehow I ended up on the boat. Yeah, man. Well, we knew. I mean, you always said you wanted to go, so we brought you out, and could tell instantly you had a passion for it. Um, Yeah, we started back. My dad was a psycho, so like he (laughs) just (laughs) he he would fish like relentlessly, like anywhere he could. So we would be on the uh, the Jupiter Jetty all the time. I was say he was a pier rat. Yeah, pier. You know, the Davy the Davy Dania Pier when he was younger. Yeah. And then when we moved up here, we were doing the Jupiter Jetty all the time. And then we actually at church we met a, a commercial fisherman and he found out and saw my you know, my dad's passion and we started fishing with him and then slowly just morphed into it, just us doing it then. Yeah. So what are you doing? I, I, I had a I had an itch on my back. So I was, I was just scratching. I was like, like the dog. I was like, what is he doing? It's like a bear up against a tree. Exactly. <laughs> I'm no yeah, big deal. I'm about the Nothing size of a damn bear. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I got the invite and I uh, went out with them. Commercial, they were commercial king fishermen. Uh, the name I was the, just going to ask what, what they were. Yeah, fishing. the name of the boat was God's Timing. And we called it the War Wagon, which should have been the name of that boat. The <laughs> War mean, Wagon is great. You know, my dad was... Yeah, someone yeah, right yeah. now is picking that for their boat name. Going about certain certain things. No, nobody could moment. match the war wagon. This thing was, <laughs> it was a twenty five foot. Was it fish antique? No, it was a a twenty five foot P and D. I believe is what it was. But that it was, was based off CV, the CV mold. Basically a yeah. CV hole. Yeah. Yeah. And it was battleship gray. Yeah, it was battleship gray. <laughs> yeah. But this thing weighed the amount of fiberglass built up in this boat and the way they did it, dude. This thing fucking weighed the same as my thirty two contender. Yeah, it was a t- it was a tank, man. Yeah. And the, the funny story is that that was actually the second boat. Unfortunately, you didn't even get to ride on the first boat because my dad, again, the crazy guy. Blew out the bottom of the first what? commercial fishing. What did he drop had. all the boxes out of it? No, or? no, we were on. We were fishing out of Robalo, and uh, oh, okay. And he didn't know how to drive a boat at that time. He was super aggressive, and man, we would just pound and pound and pound and pound. And then when you pound full of fish, eventually she gives away. <laughs> yeah, so, so was it like a trail of fish behind you guys? No, it wasn't just... that bad. Fortunately, <laughs> it was. It was just. It got real. Like we were real heavy. We have that much fish in here. We're like, I don't know. So we just and the bilgers kept running and running. So fortunately, my dad always just. 
prepared. So we had two bilges on the boat, so we didn't sink. But when we came back in, there was a lot of water coming out of the bottom of the boat. Oh, which was, my God. No, the, the drain hole's not there. Okay. <laughs> oh, he, he done cracked stringers right through the uh-huh. bottom of the hole. Oh, yeah. We blew it out. Ooh, that's, that's about your dad, though. He's never been known to have a light hand yeah, yeah. on the throttle. Yeah, yeah. There's no... Like, his carburetor's stuck open all the time. Poor Barry. Yeah. Y'all are yeah. laying it on him. No, this... Listen, man. He'll I, tell you, though. I, I, <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll tell you the same thing, dude. I mean, this guy was a freaking professional bull rider for years. Yeah. You know what I mean? He sh- he was a farrier. He shooed horses. I mean, you want to talk about a man's man? This, yeah. this dude was like, no joke. You know, wrestled horses all damn day. Right. So, but uh, yeah, we, I mean, so I got into this with Josh and it was like, okay, you know, I'm going to go out here and he tells me, you know, hey man, it's gonna, It's pretty aggressive. And it was like, yeah, I got this. No big deal. You know what I mean? And then the first trip I was out there and I didn't know whether I was like, I was like, whoa, these are either completely psychotic or the most badass people in the world. And I fell in love with it. I went to the, I became one of those psychos. You know what I mean? It was still to this day. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, I did it. I was pretty much, I would go to work, get off work, go fishing. Yeah, because this is off. like, you guys used to fish late, like, overnight, right? Well, we is would that do, always? And then this is over a span of a long time, right. too. Because, like, yeah, I mean, I Scotty, think Scotty, Scotty... Nine or like, ten years. Yeah, yeah easily. Had, yeah, right around that, that range. So, I mean, over that time, it just... We fished all kinds because we started off king fishing, then you started getting into other types of species, and you do the yep. bottom fishing. So those are different times of the day. Oh, and, yeah. um And then swordfish and sharks and things like that, so... It varies depending on what you're going for at what time of day. Yeah, sometimes. So most of the time we would go out around, I don't know, it was like 10 o'clock. We'd usually start getting ready and head out there, and then we'd go bait fishing for hours. Hours. We'd go so catch we're sardines. we like 10 at night? Well, it was, we, the, honestly, we did most of our fishing bet- for the last probably two to three hours of daylight. Okay. Is when we really, like, hammered them. You know what I mean? That was when... Yeah, dusk. Yeah, we had to have everything ready. We, I mean, if we were going out there with 200 baits, it was shit. Yeah, you but, needed like easily five hundred to a thousand. Yeah, we baits. called it blacking out the wells. I mean, we would spend more time catching bait sometimes than we were fishing. And you were fishing. Wow. Yeah. Because the, the bite is like an hour and a half, two hours. So you yeah. have to be ready for that time. And it, it's, That's a it's, small window. It's, oh, it is. And it's fast because we're, we're, we're sporties too. So we're mm-hmm. riding uh, rod and reel and everything. We're not um, doing pulling a jig or anything like that. Yeah, they so, have a okay, thing called yeah. a bug reel. So what they do is they pull a little feather with a little jig on it. Okay. And they put it on an electric reel and then basically it pulls it in. They flip it in the boat, boom, they put the jig right so back like out. It comes one in, bait. Throw it in. We have yeah. three okay. dudes out there pitching live sardines. And you're at that time, I don't know what it is now, but um it was seventy five head of kingfish. It's and, still seventy five. Yeah, and then no uh, three cutoffs. So you always catch seventy eight and cut three and a half, right? I mean that's just Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Don't work. We were gonna get our full limit, man. But you know what else is cool? We used to do the thing we used to uh dead bait them on the full moon at night. And we would stay out there. All and what were you catching? night. Kingfish. King? Yeah, still going for the kings because there's certain times of the year, especially full moons, when they're spawning and stuff. You yep. can really. Now, um, is king the more, like, do you make the most? Because we're talking commercial. So you're selling these fish. So you, like, what's the kind of price? The market value varies. Yeah, and, there's, and it's okay. seasonal. So, like, you know, that's that's just how we started. Uh-huh. You know, and that's the, those are like the most, especially for my dad's, uh, my dad was a blacksmith at the time. So, like, it worked okay. really well with his season because. Um, the equestrian seasons usually fall fall winter time, yep. right. and then as that starts to uh, tail off, 
jumping into the, into kingfish, the fishing. Because in March yeah. and April is when they would really start Plus, the thing is with the kingfish is you can really, if you get in, them, put some poundage on. It's all about the poundage, man. It doesn't matter if it's only a dollar a pound. If you're putting 800 to 1,000 pounds right. of fish on the boat, a day, you're yeah. still a day. Yeah. You're making money. Now, there are days where, and this is where cranky-ass Barry would come in, where you're only <laughs> catching... You know, six to eight fish, and he's like, "We're not even fucking paying for fuel. Oh, God. Why do we do this?" <laughs> da, 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 da. The but then out. there's the day. Now you got this same man, and we have the thing where you can't even walk in this boat without oh. stepping on fish. I mean, oh. the entire we're just pitching fish, and he's just sitting here like a little school kid, giddy. <laughs> and he'll dollar sign. His, his his big saying used to be, "Man, there's a lot of twenty dollar bills on the floor." <laughs> <laughs> like hell yeah, man! There's twenty there, twenty there. And the commercial fishing boats are stuff so much different too. You gotta figure like, so a lot of these boats you'll have like padding. Well, there's absolutely zero padding on these boats, and it's as much. Uh, all the room is taken up by bait wells and fish boxes. No, this yeah, this is a functioning limited. tool. This yeah. is yeah. this is not a pleasure craft yeah. whatsoever. This is you are a, not enjoying yourself on this boat. No, unless it, you enjoy adrenaline rushes, fishing, and throw up. And yeah, room. and I'm gonna be Straight honest, up man. Alley. <laughs> I am I am truly blessed to have been able to do that with you guys for that long because I mean. If you haven't, ex- it really separates the men from the boys in the fishing world. Right. Because we had, I mean, God, how many people we bring on that damn boat that are like, I'm a fisherman. I can get it done. And we would break them in a matter of an hour. Yeah, because like just. And wasn't Max just telling a story about this? Oh, the we'll, other we'll, day? we'll get there. We'll tell the Max story. <laughs> I feel like I just, like, when you uh, said yeah. that, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah, because most people, you know, if they catch their limit, they're catching however many people on a boat, two yeah, times. Right. Five or six fish. Yeah, so it's like, it seems like, oh, you're, you know, it's a lot. But when you're catching five or six fish, boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Your body just gets, I mean. And these are, and when he's saying boom, 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 he's not talking like throughout the day. Like there are times when you're five it. fish each in a matter of three minutes. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Basically, as soon as the bait hits the water, it's getting hit. So there's times where you have to like, you throw it out and lock it, uh, lock up the gear right away on, on the. Yeah, on so what it is, we're like fishing. Two in like heavy, heavy rods, <laughs> heavy line, heavy drag. Wow. Yeah, 50 pound, 50 pound test um, with spider wire backing in case you yep. catch like a wahoo or sharks. This way they can just run for a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah, you say spider wire, everybody nowadays be like, what do you mean, Power Pro? <laughs> yeah, this is, this is before all the, the first makers of Braid were spider wire and Dacron. <laughs> that was all we had back then, man. And we were using 4 senators. Yeah, man. And then, and then we switched to uh, um, Torium. The Shimano, the Shimano Toriums. Or no, then, did we use the Trinidads first? No, no. Well, my dad had the Trinidads. We had the Toriums. We had the Toriums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Because you know we weren't going to tear yeah. you know, it. It was also, gold. <laughs> and also the, the the gearing on those were so high high speed, you can get them in. Yeah. Fast. But they kept blowing out. So then we, I think we switched to uh, Daiwa Saltis. Saltis and, and Saltigas. Those are badass still to this day. Those, man. They had the high gear ratio yep. and they didn't blow out. No, to this day, actually, those reels now are one of the most high dollar reels. I would imagine so. Like, remember how many knuckles were busted by the Toriums? Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and you know what? You know what was the worst with the Toriums, right? Is when you blew one up. All of a sudden, you're fighting a fish, but. And you're and just, just like hits you right in the knuckle. Oh right? yeah, and you're just like, well, that thing's fucking gone. Now you now you got to try and bring Fight. in a fish and bury all he's done. He's like, well, I'm not making money now today. There goes the damn reel. Right, and then what would happen is because it would break, you actually had to hold the reel the whole time yep. because it would just ba- it would go backwards on you. Yeah, yeah, you oh, have no, dog. there's no drag. Now yeah. it's literally like a winch. It's yeah. like a one to one spool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it still had the ratio, but the the, the dog paw would break. Yeah. So yeah, so you had to keep it, or else it would it would let all the line back out. You had to hold the drag, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. You had to hold the drag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But now, now here's the here's the crazy thing too. We used to so when we would go out and you used to say you could tell if that boat had a good day, right? Because our fish box was in the in the front of the boat, and what he did is he it was like a coffin box, mm-hmm. but instead of it ending at the deck, they made it all the way through the hull. Oh, like so it was it. deep. Wow, it was really really we'll deep. up in there. All of us. <laughs> no, you could fit a, all three of us in there. Yeah, it was it was it was big. This thing, it was, get but all this out. boat would come in looking like the nose was about to sink. <laughs> That's a great day. You'd see that transom bracket just lifted up out of the and water. Just Mary just cheese it. Uh, yeah, yeah, and a lot a lot of the commercial boats would be like, oh, they had a good day. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, you had a good day. <laughs> you could see just how low it was sitting in the water. It would on. be me and Josh on the front gutting fish, and Perry just driving. Just, that was probably the best thing ever, though. He had like labor galore with us i mean yeah it, it's you know you would think that i was you know you wouldn't know i was part owner of that but you know by the way he acted sometimes <laughs> oh well yeah <laughs> no i mean there's some there's some here's the other thing now we'll get into this now <laughs> so when you have a father son commercial fishing now oh, these are commercial, these are salty motherfuckers dude and they are they don't they don't imagine. talk nice like if somebody had a microphone on that boat, the the, the the talks that went on, they would just... I mean, there was no, like, hey, There's no be like, hey, fuckhead, go get the goddamn thing and shut the fuck up. I mean, you it guys was... worked well together, huh? Josh got bit in the face one time. Oh, my God, what? <laughs> yeah, we got into it a little bit. And, and, uh, that. Yeah. It was either get punched in the face or bit in the face. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, the thing with these two, so I'm look... I'm not sure which one I'd they, They're father and son, so now being me, these two were going out... And it was almost every time. It was really yeah, almost was every like, single time. So I'd be like, can you guys just shut up? It's just... Yeah, I mean, initially, you didn't say nothing, but then once he was on the boat long enough, he's yeah. like... No, at first I just cloud said, yeah, no one wants like, to say nothing. I don't want to get bit in the face. I'm like, no, uh-huh, no. Y'all, y'all can do you. I was, I'm no, no. All my aggression always went towards me or yeah. other, other fishermen. It was yeah. never... It was. <laughs> yeah. No, the thing is, is they, they both pushed their bubbles because, like, Barry would shut up. And then Josh wouldn't shut up. Yeah. Right. Josh would shut up and Barry wouldn't shut up. So they just, they both couldn't just have silence once they're right. mad at each other. It was I, like. And a big show of the time was uh, the Orange County Choppers. So it was like, it, it was almost a situation oh, like that. That's actually right. a great analogy and comparison. Yeah, I mean, it was I wild. That show it too. was like <laughs> Paul Jr. and Paul Sr. Yeah, at each other. It, was, it was pretty close out there sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, the chair throwing through the window on the TV show? I mean, oh, that's, that's pretty right there. And the funny thing is. thrown off the boat? I mean, not by him, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> was like, I'm oh. over you. There's a couple talking. times that has happened. Yeah, yes. Josh, hit a, Josh hit a Kobe in the gaff, uh, in the tail with a gaff once. And he inked it out my hand, so I oh. dove right in after it and threw the gaff back up to them so they could gaff yeah, the yeah. fish. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's, that's quick thinking. He that's went swimming. Really oh, dude, you, so in the, there's no time the to moment. think. Yeah, you just react. Everything's yeah. reaction when you're commercial fishing. Yeah. I mean, like. The, the shit that happens because there's so like I said when you're dealing with an hour and forty five minute two hour bite right. every every everything because you, you got to figure you're doing drift fishing so when you're drifting you run a drift and as soon as you get off the school of fish you try to drag them with you but mm-hmm. as soon as you get off them you have to then ride all the way back so now so you're losing time we're gonna touch real quick on dragging the fish with you for the people that don't understand so what it is is you'll get into a think if we did something called live chumming. Okay, so basically we we had to black those wells up because one, we need baits for our hooks to catch the fish, but we need to be able at any time be taking nets full of fish and just throwing live fish out there Mm -hmm. so that the kingfish are feeding. We basically are creating a giant feeding frenzy and trying to keep them with our boat. Now we're moving at like about three miles an hour to four miles an hour north, always north. You know what I mean? That's the way the uh, the current works. yeah, Yeah, the Gulf Stream moves us north. So you're trying to keep those fish feeding frenzying around your boat and catching as many as you possibly can 
Because like Josh said, you have an hour and a half to two hours. Mm-hmm. Once that sun goes down, it's over. Yeah. I mean, every once in a while you could plug a couple late night bites. Yeah. But really, and then also now you're, you're also battling against, you know, the 50 to 100 other commercial fishermen that are also trying to get on to school. And right. then exactly. they're also trying to drag to And the around. less drifts you you uh, have to do is the more profitable. You're burning less fuel. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just a lot. You're just, you want to try and get it done because you do this four or five days a week. I mean, this stuff wears on you. You really want to get out there, get your fish, and get home. Right, and then and even during the bites, then you're even still trying to push six, seven, eight days in a row. You know, some guys mm-hmm. were even do, you know living on the water literally. I'm, we fortunately, I didn't have to do that, but I mean, we'd push right. you know somewhere between eight to ten days on a regular. It was just yeah, yeah. And oh, you thing. guys used to fish like all the time. I just remember like when Scotty would get off work and then he'd be fishing like throughout the evening because then you know when you're done. Fishing, you still have to, like you were saying, come in, you got to unload them all, get, you got, get everything yeah, cleaned you out, transport them out of the sell boat. them. Yeah, <laughs> and then the bring, next morning, you got to drive out there, sell your fish, right? get ice, go you do it again. Ice up. Yeah, it's a whole... It's, it's a, a whole, whole It's a whole process. The, the cool thing about that, though, is it really is just like a... Uh, what, what would be the word for that? Repetitious? Yeah, you get into a routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a routine. Yeah. Your body gets used to it to some point, some degree. Like you get, yeah, I guess you get would. numb. And also, you get in really you're good shape, to though, it. too. Like, you do. You if do. You saw, either you're, for some reason, it's really funny out there with the commercial guys. Either they're like really fat uh-huh. or they were shredded. I don't it was There was no like, <laughs> like I, all the younger dudes were all like extremely ripped and jacked. Yep. There'd be a few really big guys out there. But, yeah, and, it, and it's crazy because we had a war. It was always like, the bug boats hated the live baiters. The live baiters hated the bug boats. The yeah. the all commercial fishermen hated recreational fishermen. <laughs> it was just it's a, it's still that it's still like so that to this day. Out there. I mean, it is. It is. Get I your mean, own damn well, fish, I mean, right? I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there's so many different things. I mean, and it's touch it back now. We'll touch back a little bit on like when we bring people out. Oh, on the boat oh, with yes. us. So sometimes, you know, you get three of us and it's like, you know, hey, man, this guy really wants to go fishing and be like, hey, Josh, do you think he's like, you got to clear that with Barry? You know what I mean? I don't Barry I don't make pops. so Barry. He would be like he was very hesitant. He did not want to let anybody go on that boat. There's a couple of reasons with that, too. I mean, oh, one is safety. it's a liability. Yeah, I mean, safety is the dude, most important I mean if thing. you're if you're a dumbass, there is 10,000 and fucking one ways to to really fuck yourself up on that boat. Bad. And, <laughs> and, and the weather, too, can change it. Oh, time, yeah, so. too. I mean, it's it's absolutely brutal. So every once in a while, he would be like, all right, yeah, bring your buddy. You know, let's let's see how it goes. And <laughs> He's no a fisherman. I honestly, I think surprised. Robert Reed was the only one that kind of stuck a little bit. Yeah, Robert Reed did, did pretty good. Uh, Cody Hayes actually did pretty good, too. Yeah, no, he did. Do, well, he just, he didn't go with Barry. He went with me and you. Yeah, that's right. He was, was just yeah. us. Yeah, yeah he, it was just me and Josh. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, most people when they start seeing the pace that we're we're fishing at and catching fish, they're they'll catch two fish and they're like, oh, "I'm so tired, I got to take a break." Yeah, and we're like, "Look, I don't care if you sit down, but get the fuck out of my way." Cuz we <laughs> I am flinging fish. If you're in the way, I'm gonna, you will literally get hit with a kingfish cuz Unless they were extremely large, they weren't right. getting gaffed. We literally had big enough rods to where we are flipping yeah. and these fish out of the water into too. the boat, stomp them, go dehook them, boom, bait on, flip your bait out. You got another hit. Room one after another after another. Yeah, God. and you're trying to do that. Like, I want to see some footage of that. There was no footage. There's no time to footage. No, we didn't even have cell phones with cameras on them back then. Yeah, I mean, this is Nextel time. If I could, so when that's like, I think one of the hardest things is I talk to my fishing buddies that don't know commercial fishing now, they're all charter guys, and explain to them, you know what I mean? That, right? Yeah, because yeah. you were using like, what, what, what was it, like 5.0 wire and like 7.0 hooks, 6.0 yeah, exactly. hook yeah. with that? I mean, you tackle down sometimes, the bite was low, we always had the spinners yeah. that had the 30, you know, with smaller hooks, but 
yeah, I mean, you, the goal is, is it's not, no, like, oh, I want to fight a fish and have fun. No, it's no. get the damn fish in the boat, get a bait out, get, get another, another one. one. Yeah, because yeah, that's the only way you could be able to go fishing that much. Oh, the money is well, not I there. I mean, like, realistically, yeah. I mean, you yeah. can make money, yeah, I mean, but you're some, never going to get rich. Yeah, I mean, you it, you do it because it's, I mean, I've probably forgotten more fish than I remember type thing. Like, I've seen some really cool stuff while being out there. So. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah. I mean, it's like uh, somebody was asking me the other day. They're like, how many, when I was talking about this, how many kingfish do you think you've caught in your life? Oh, and I'm like, I could not tell you. I was like, after yeah. hearing this. I mean, I, I, I told him in the upper no thousands. Like, yeah, and, and, that's, and that's not un- unbelievable either. I mean, you got to figure, if, you know. No. Think about this. I couldn't even. You do. Let's really, just but. say, in if I did 20 trips limiting out. Yeah, that's, that's 1,500. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're you're talking, and there was a lot more than that. Well, especially with a span of 10, 12 years, you know. So yeah. definitely, I mean, yeah, it's it's it was wild out there. There's so many things that you can cover. The, the kingfish, too, what was cool is that while you're dragging the school, like we were talking about, you end up actually, if you can drag them for a long time, you create so much commotion that you start getting other fish coming too, other pelagics that come out. I was the literally about to bring that up. I think yeah. my favorite part of all of it was the bycatch. Yeah. And it's not bycatch, like like cobias, right. dolphin. I mean, I caught my biggest dolphin on that boat still, still to this day. Um, and it was funny because... I could tell you a quick little story about Didn't exactly. Did you catch your largest like sword too on that? No, no, the sword guys. knight was not a. Was that not? <laughs> well, that thought, thank that you. For a Thanks for night? bringing that up. Sorry, I, I'm just visualizing a photo. Thanks of you guys, for bringing so that I up. Was that? That, no, was, that was a miserable night. <laughs> yeah, no. maybe it wasn't all of it. My bad. I, I know this. <laughs> the first time I ever went sword fishing with these guys, right? <laughs> we were like, "Hey, I think your grandpa was with us oh, I when we know. got the fried chicken." Yeah. So we were like, oh, we got this box of fried chicken, right? Yeah. And then his his grandpa's like, oh, man, it's so great. You guys get fried chicken. You go out here. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to pull this fried chicken out, man, because it's boring. You're in the middle of the night floating in the middle of the ocean. Well, at this time, their gas tanks leaked in this boat. So when I pull this thing of fried chicken out, it it tastes like fuel, smells like fuel. Oh, no. I mean, all every, oh, if you open no. the hatch in this boat, it smelled like it was a tick and all of us smoked. Oh that's God. the worst you part at the time blow up. we're all just sitting here smoking Jesus. like nothing's going on we're leaking fuel you know what i mean it's, it's it was towards the end of the season because that's a big job and you have yeah. to it's a whole like yeah you're making it through the season at least yeah we got to get through the season granted he probably spilled more gas out of that damn boat than he actually used but he was you know. cursing the guy that put those tanks in oh i bet i bet dude I bet, man. But that's how it is. You can't when you're when you're a fisherman, you can't be down. You're down. You're you're not making money. Yeah. When you're not making money, guess what? Money's going out, not coming in. It's not a good thing. Right, because boating's already expensive. So now if you're trying to boat at that level, well, especially with you guys at the original, you guys are pushing those goddamn mariners. Yeah. I can't even imagine what the fuel was in that thing. Oh yeah. No. Then we switched to the Suzuki. Oh. Oh yeah. Life was good. Yeah. Life is good. (laughs) I remember your dad. He used to he used to go over to the key when he got his new motors, and he'd be like, "Watch this. Watch this." Boom, and he turned the key one time and they'd start. He'd be oh, like, I've never had that in my life. Oh, <laughs> man, we had to like massage those mariners. It was, oh. It's, it's going from two strokes to four strokes, man. It's a whole nother. <laughs> and it was a single four stroke. We went from a dual to a single and it worked yeah. out. No, so, shit, dude. We had a single four stroke. Uh, the first boat James got, his Sea yeah. Fox, was a single four stroke 300. And we went from twin Mercury EFI 250s on the Island Runner. And it was like, holy God, we couldn't run the gas out of it. 
Yeah. It just it's, when it's you're amazing. using two strokes and just watching them drink, you know what I mean? It's like, holy <laughs> shit, <down>. dude. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we were talking about the bycatch. What's the coolest thing you think you ever caught as like a bycatch? Or you know what? Let's go this. What's the coolest thing you ever saw in the water that you can remember? That I ever saw? That you ever oh, experienced? Man. Okay, so there was this time. Um, I want to say it was just north of Jupiter Inlet. We were just off, basically off the, barely off the shore, not very, maybe 30, 30 to 50 foot of water, not very deep. Um, and all of a sudden, all these manta rays come out of nowhere, like probably a good 30 what? to 40 manta rays. Yeah, no joke. And it was, it was, it was an un, uh, unbelievable amount of manta rays. And they were coming out, jumping out the water, doing all kinds of stuff. So like we, were, we drove around it for a little while just looking at them just because, you know, it's cool as hell. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, look, there's Cobia. So, but that was really cool, man. I've never seen the size of them and just the massive amount there was that we were just able to fall around. That was one of the coolest things I've seen. Yeah, no, no, it's stuff like that. That even to this day, and I'm jaded. I'm on the water a lot still. Yeah, it's I see things like that, and it's like the the charter guests don't really like. I tell them like. You guys will never see this again in your life. Yeah, you. Yeah, a lot of that's like that stuff. That's a very, you know, very rare thing that happens. And yeah, the shark stuff. The shark to me was just that was just a, when we did shark fishing. Some of that stuff that we saw was real cool. When yeah. you tease them up and get them wild, like that, yeah, that's a really cool. Experience. So for what people don't understand, we also did commercial shark fishing, and you want to talk about just changing it up. I think that's what it was. Why it was so cool for yeah. us. It was just the change up in pace. You uh-huh. know, we went from doing that whole kingfish deal, and it was like, hey man, we can. We can keep five sharks, right? Like, so we want the biggest ones we can get. Yeah, and and, and, and we're gonna handline them. And it was like bobber oh, yeah. fishing. That's what it was. It was. It went yeah. from from, from um, freelining them to bobber. Fishing. Everybody loves watching a bobber go under. Oh, yeah, it's, and it's, when it's you're watching a bobber, one, like, oh yeah. no, 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 it's, <laughs> it's a, a bobber buoy. half <laughs> the size of that damn cherry. It was, it was a buoy. It's a giant orange polyball. Yeah, right. And it and it had seventy feet of mono on it, and then braided cable to a fucking fourteen knot goddamn hook. Yeah. And what we would do is we would catch a bonita live. And immediately hook him on there and throw him back out live. And he was just dragging a ball. We're not. Atta- it's not attached yeah, yeah. to the boat. He's just. You're just going. watching a ball swim, and all of a sudden you just see that ball go, ba bloop. Yeah. And then it bounces a little bit, and then it's like, okay, let's go get him. Yeah, and that's wild. That one's a, that's a real wild experience. I feel like we should save that for another episode of. of yeah, we'll go deeper into that. That's fine. Because that's I want to know about that. Yeah, that's a cool. That's a whole cool <laughs> thing. Well, we, we, we can do a whole episode. Yeah, we gotta look up some legality stuff too before is, we. Well, we, we, we were 100 percent legal at the time. Now, no, 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 now we, it's <laughs> shut down completely. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Years, years, years ago. Yeah, there was a lot of things. It was cool. I was actually out. Things were different then. I will touch on one thing though. One of the coolest things I've ever seen is me and his dad were out alone doing it one time, and I put the bonita out there, and I was watching the polyball looked like it was just skiing across the water. <laughs> so his dad does me, he goes, "Did a boat run it over?" And I'm like, "No." And all of a sudden, you see a giant marlin start jumping out of the water, and it was like, "Holy shit!" It was cool. So I got to fight this thing on the hand line for like I don't know thirty seconds, realistically, <laughs> and I like jumped, and it was just like. What the fuck? And she gone. But you know, that's still cool. It was, yeah, I mean, I remember, remember those other guys caught cool a marlin moment. out there too. That's part of the bycatch. I mean, yeah, they, no, that's the bycatch. They, they literally thing. caught it just doing the kingfishing. What blew my mind is just watching that polyball go across the top of the water so fast. So that yeah, was the like, speed of it. Like, yeah. what it was like the yet? ball was slack and just being ripped across the top. It was just of the bouncing because wow. he was yeah, so high up. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it he was, was on just the top like, of the water. Literally, we thought a boat had uh, run it over, and we were like, what is going on? And then that that was, and that was it? one of my cool things in the commercial fishing. Yeah. That's insane. 
I mean, I feel like there's so many stories that we can go into with this, and I think we've been quite a bit, but I mean, we're definitely having you back, Josh, for more Sounds of these, because I feel like there's so many more. Oh, I mean, realistically, I don't even think we really scratched the barely. surface. We barely, yeah, we just started We're just kind explaining of explaining how it went. I <laughs> yeah. mean, there's the stories. The stories. I mean, we're talking. Commercial fishing. Oh, yeah. Fish bites, uh, knives going into people's feet. Yeah, I mean, oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, cast net the cast netting fiasco. Oh, cast netting! I mean, yeah, like the whole thing. Just, just getting bait. Yeah, because getting bait was because it's not gonna be one of the just getting bait. Well, I mean, That's you it. used to be able to sabiki it, and then you had to cast net it, and then it's like forty boats trying to cast net the same school. But it, it's, oh, man, yeah, there's yeah, a lot. It was. Uh, <laughs> it, I would love. I just God, I wish your dad could come in and talk on it, man. That would I want be, to figure out a way to get him now. You know, I, I would love. I would love yeah. it if he could come in here because I mean, he's either people are gonna be like, whoa. He gets, and, and he gets really animated. Oh he is God, a yes. very animated guy. <laughs> I seen your dad in a hot minute. I mean, like I said, I'll, 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 like I said, the one thing I watched a knife go into this man's foot. <laughs> it slid off the top of the t top, stuck straight oh. up and down in his foot, and all we have no idea what's going on. He's just yelling, "Pull it out!" <laughs> it's like what? And like what? what the fuck's happening? And the knife's just going. But he's driving full speed. But he's driving full speed. Never slows down. Never slows the boat Never down. Never slows the boat down. Because we're in the middle of a trip. Like, we're trying yeah, to get back like, on the I gotta drift. get back on the fish. I gotta get back on the fish. But I got a damn knife. Stick, a Dexter sticking right up out of my foot. Yep. Very that's savage. that's the kind of man this one. Yeah, he was born in the wrong century. That's for sure. Let's just put it this way. If, there, if you were in the middle of the bite, if you wanted to get a drink, you were getting yelled at. You were getting yelled at. He'd be like, Unless you were throwing up. If you were yeah, throwing yeah, yeah. up, he's like, get you some Gatorade in yourself. Yep, that was always his thing. He or had be, a, Yeah, or if you were fighting a fish, sometimes you'd be fighting a fish and you'd start locking up and we'd have to like, hold on a second, I gotta get you Gatorade. Yep. <laughs> that, other than that, it was Mountain Dew. Yeah, Mountain Dew and Gatorade. Mountain Dew and Gatorade, and man. Nicotine. That, and lots of nicotine. I think every one of us would have yeah, a Yeah, we were heavy drinkers. Yeah, we never drank on the boat. No, we never did. Yeah. Honestly, that's probably a bad idea. Well, I mean, those guys. I they mean, all there's do. There's a lot of those guys. No, they all do. But you know what, dude? Like but the amount of times that alone, just myself, have been hurt on that boat. Yeah. Could you imagine if? Oh yeah, hell yeah. That's why those guys <laughs> are real hurt. A lot of those guys. Like, oh, a lot of yeah. guys are real, real hurt because of dumb stuff. Yeah. What happened? Oh, I got drunk and I fucking you know stuck <laughs> my hand down a kingfish throat. Oh god. And it's like, oh man, you're just not smart, man. Not a smart man, but. Yeah, I think we're gonna do. Uh, I think we're gonna have Josh back here, and uh, oh God, we're gonna yes. do another episode and touch on a little bit more of uh, just the ins and outs. We'll we'll just touch an aspect. We'll, we'll, we can even maybe just talk about figure it out. Shit, we could talk forever about catching bait. Yeah, I mean that's a thing. That, there's a ton of fun stories with that one. Yeah, we're, yeah. Gonna, we're gonna see where it goes. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Man, I'm excited to have Josh with us on this one. So we'll we'll definitely have him back. Thank you. Thank you no for problem. coming Thanks in on this episode. Our first guest. You guys can uh, subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. Tell your friends. I've got our social media handles linked in our description. And uh, just thank you all so much for listening in. Until we chat next time, you all get out there and catch them up. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.